Stand ho! Who is there? Nay, but do speak to me thy name. Stand and unfold thyself. Tis I, the prince of mystery and woe, Sir Davidus of Florence. Show thyself. Well met, my lord, tis I, the motley fool of farcicalish unexplainery, the famous Davidus of Stecoli. Appearest thou from fog and gloom, and not unlike the red-eyed, cheerless harbinger of doom himself, the West Virginian Manmouth? Indeed, good sir, I sneak alike into a tatzel worm on highest mountaintop, and verily unto thee I say, Y'all should leave. Good Davidus, pray tell, from where may one divine some knowledge of the witchic arts which watch our woeful function soberly? I know not of these witchic arts, my lord. Alas, my love for such is vexed at best, and seek I not the truth of such delight. Methinks this fool knows more than he lets on. Tis well then, fool, that thou art ignorant. The truth is far more vexing than the lie. I take my leave, and hope we meet anon. Indeed, and farewell, good sir, and may luck give you light. For witches meet where truth escapes the night. <laughs> Hell and good morrow! We are old and timey. <laughs> well met. Well you met may speak indeed. to me in the tone of David Stecco. And thou mayest speak to me as though I am lord of the keep, master of the manor, Davidus. Of Florence. David of the Flora. <laughs> Why don't you clean your pentameter out there, asshole? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Blurry Photos. You know it. Blessed be to you all. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to get this one started. Oh, may the goddess light shine down upon us. That's right. Does she have light? She's got anything you want. All right. Uh, obviously, she's shown uh, the spotlight upon us for that intro. Yeah, she sure did. She she guided us, maybe through uh, the incantations we've done. We're talking about Wicca today. That's right. How about that? It's the, uh, the, the, the most popular format for modern witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. We're continuing on our uh, blurry photober. Yeah. Hope, uh, hope it's going well for you. Hope it's not too spooky. I hope it is too spooky. <laughs> I don't have your best interests at heart. <laughs> I take a nominal liking to your life. Uh, yeah, yeah. This this one's not going to be too too spooky, but hopefully it'll be informational for you. Yeah, it should be. It should be cool. Uh, we have discussed Wiccans a number of times on this podcast. Yeah, almost ad nauseum, but not right, quite. Right, right. Uh, and and we came really close a year ago while we were discussing the history of witchcraft to honestly doing some research on this, but we still managed to dodge the bullet. (laughs) So for a full rich 12 months, we have wallowed in ignorance and just said whatever pops into our head. And by we, I mean me. (laughs) David Flora has done a pretty good job of being circumspect about it, but I just pop wise whenever I feel like it. (laughs) And so uh, let me start our podcast by saying, I'm glad to have actually learned about the Wiccan religion, uh, the Wicca religion. That's the first thing I learned. Oh. Wiccan is a person practicing Wicca. I like that. Yeah, so like that's the first thing I learned right there. So, uh, yeah, I've learned. And it's 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 a it's a really complex and interesting and, and, and fun 
uh, religious system. Yeah, and on this episode, we hope to uh, tell everybody what Wicca is and um, a little bit of its history. It's it's short but detailed history. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a Johnny come lately as far as the druidic arts go. And uh, and then we're going to talk about some of the myths and stereotypes and maybe some of uh, the practices that go into a Wicca. So for the myths and stereotypes, is it just a clip show of things I've said? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I would like to. Uh, I'd like to point out that I, I may have done uh, some people some disservice. Maybe I've gotten people in their heads when I requested uh, a photograph of a hot wicked. <laughs> you know what? Because uh, now I'm asking you to judge yourself, and that's just that's going down. Well, the here's wrong the path. thing: I I would accept any photo, and I would say that is a hot wicked. There you go. That clears it up for us, then. Because uh, you know what? You know what's sexy? Confidence. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, we're I'm, I'm already pulling the wheel off the Wiccan highway. I'm already like, <laughs> no, let's go off to this crazy place. <laughs> you know what's sexy? Eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> if it if I had had a hundred guesses as to what you were gonna say, <laughs> I would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's uh, let's talk about this thing let's let's see what wicca is and what what all the herberb is about yeah there's a lot of herbert <laughs> uh so wicca is a neo-pagan religion that can be found in many english-speaking countries and uh, by neo-paganism let's let's talk about what that is uh these are religious movements which claim to be derived from various historical pagan beliefs of pre-modern europe mm-hmm uh, a lot of them focus on the, the unity of a spirit and nature, uh, of God and man. And uh, a lot of them, in terms of paganism, they have uh, very clear-cut definitions of ethnicity that go along with it, too. Yeah. Which is which was interesting. Not in a bad way, I don't think. Right? No, I've, I've, never, I've not seen it as a... I mean, I don't know. Whenever you do have any kind of ethnic breakdown, you're instantly like I get kind of kind of squeamish with it. But I couldn't find anything to support my. I couldn't be like, oh, there it is. That's yeah. that's where it is. Well, by by this definition of of uh, ethnicity separating, you know, different ethnic groups, it, it's I think doing it just to tell the difference. It's not saying one group's better than another, which right. I think is what what we get I, in trouble with. I look. Do they don't they don't sell jerseys or cool scarves or anything. So there's no way to tell. <laughs> They don't compete against each other in any organized manner. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, sports reference. Well, see, because I, you know, we don't have any baseball scarves or. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking like FIFA because it's pretty international, right? Right. So I, in my mind, that's why it took me a second to get there. Yeah, because Americans we, don't. We call it soccer. Soccer. We made up a word. Make them run around. No one else uses it because we made sure football was taken. This this is interesting. Much like uh, voodoo. They don't have a central authority. Now there are what they're what they call traditions, which uh, function a lot like denominations, say in in the Christian Church. Yeah, but uh, it's it's not even. I don't think that you can even compare it uh, that way too well either. Like you can't say, oh, a tradition is a denomination of it, it's. There's there's more to it than that. Yeah. This is just sort of saying. If you think of of things in in these terms that you might be familiar with, the Wicca stuff uh, are gonna look like it this way. Yeah, and I think some of that makes sense in there. I think as far as like human behavior, it does it does share a lot of uh, similarities with Vodou, just in that 
these groups uh, are are usually they don't intermingle. It's not like one. Um, I mean, and I know I'm using the wrong word, but let's say sect. Mm-hmm. You know, one group of, of Wiccans get used to a very specific style of worship and, and the way that they they comport themselves. There, there's not a lot of intermixing with other groups, and so I, I think it's very easy for these groups to to, to become further and further uh, separated. Much like you get, um, you know, from Vodou to uh, Louisiana Voodoo to Hoodoo. You know, like those that that kind of trail as as people disperse or, or and it gets personalized with yeah, each group as each group gets more isolated. Sure, yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, Wicca is a formally recognized religion, and it gained prominence after the 1951 repeal of the last Witchcraft Act in England. So it started in England. There was still witchcraft on the books in the 50s. Oh uh, yeah, righteous. Yeah, there sure were. Uh, and it is a recognized religion in America. Here's an important thing. Wicca and witchcraft are not the same thing. Right. Uh, pra- we, probably, we probably should have said that like before the intro. <laughs> we should have moved that as far to the front as possible. Uh, practitioners of, of each are often called witches, uh, but not all Wiccans practice witchcraft, and uh, not all witches practice Wicca. Although... Many times Wiccans will refer to themselves as witches. Yep. Which it leads to a fair amount of confusion. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like squares and rectangles. Yeah. And there's also a, a real visceral willingness to identify them as witches. And and Wicca, as, as a religion, draws heavily from witchcraft, mm-hmm. uh, and, which we'll get into later. And and I, I think that I've, I've mentioned this before. Uh, I think that there's also... Some street cred to be gained from saying you're a witch as opposed to a Wiccan. Sure, yeah. People are less inclined to arf with witches, but people are very inclined to arf with Wiccans, <laughs> as, uh, as, as we may have proven over the course of this last year. I think high school has done a disservice to, <laughs> to Wicca in general. So to break this down a, a little bit further, witchcraft requires no belief in specific gods or goddesses, uh, and there's not a specific spiritual path that uh, witches practice witchcraft follow. For Wicca, Wicca is typically uh, duotheistic, worshipping uh, a mother goddess and a horned god, though the beliefs can range from uh, monotheistic to polytheistic. Yeah. They can, they, they'll believe in one god, they'll believe in many gods. Uh, and depending on tradition, some emphasis is placed on the goddess or something akin to a Celtic pantheon, or maybe animism, or being agnostic, uh, and and then it starts just running the gamut, you know. And this is what we're talking about, these these traditions, you know, it, it kind of, they separate off, they, they kind of do what they want, how they feel, what speaks to them. Yeah, and you, you hear mostly uh, an empathy with the goddess, I think that's the most common. Right. Um, you know, and you can, you see bumper stickers and things that reference the goddess, that's not terribly uncommon. That, and we'll we'll get into that later of of what tradition that that grew out of and and how that that came to be because originally it, it wasn't so much uh, the big tradition in in Wicca wasn't it didn't have anything to do with uh, the goddess as as the number one right and uh, before we start getting more into the to the history let's let's keep going down. Uh, the path of, t- of telling you what Wicca is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's so easy though. Like yeah. it's it's hard to say what it is without going into depth about what it is. You know, yeah, I, yeah. it's it's hard to give like a a nutshell on it. But a we're gonna of, do it. A lot of things are intertwined here, uh, like like the bark of a twisted root that. Yeah. 
Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did. All right, so uh, Wiccans celebrate eight main holidays, or what they call sabbats, mm-hmm. and hold esbots, or rituals, at the full and new moon. So uh, quite a bit of uh, revelry during the yeah. year, which yeah, you get that's some, good. Some uh, equinoxes, some solstices in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some Wiccans join a coven, or a group of witches. Uh, some work alone, and those are called solitaries. And a uh, little fun fact, uh, multiple covens together is called a grove. I did not know that. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Here's another fun fact. A bunch of owls is called a parliament. Okay. A murder of ravens. Mm-hmm. Crash of rhinoceri. Warren of, of rabbits. <laughs> no. a, a Stephen of pigs. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, according to the Wiccan Reed... That is R-E-D-E, mm-hmm. which is the statement of the, the key moral system in Wicca. Morality is ruled, in part, through the statement, and it harm none, do what thou wilt. Now that sounds familiar to me. Does it? Where yep. have you heard that before? Uh, maybe my homeboy, Mr. Alistair Crowley. Oh, well, that's interesting. Do what you will be the whole of the law. That, uh, the, the old law of Philema there will, uh... We'll touch back on, on that, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so we'll get back to Mr. Crowley some. Uh, Wicca, now, is not a belief in black magic or casting spells on others. Yeah, calm down, Grandma. The main tenant is to harm... <laughs> <laughs> you old bat. Why are you no, going gr- around grandma? judging everybody? Grandma, Grandma, are you tired? Do you need a nap? No, 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 Grandma, we're not... They're not witches. Not- no, no, People's Court is That's not why- on... <laughs> No, Matlock does not fight witches, Grandma. I, I love, I love you. I, I love you. you. Can you? Will you go to bed? Will you go to bed? I know there was that one episode where Jessica Fletcher went in that haunted mansion, <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today. It's next episode, Grandma. <laughs> it's America's most hated. That's right. <laughs> Good night, Grandma. I don't know why I thought it was so funny to yell at Grandma. <laughs> The main tenet of, of Wicca is to harm no one. Yeah. Don't do not do harm, dude. Yeah, do, do, what, do what you will, as long as, it, as long as you're not a jag. Keep it in your own backyard. <laughs> they also emphasize free will, allowing individual freedom with as little interference as possible. Basically, you do your own thing, but think of how it affects others. They're sick of big government and their religion. It does sound like the libertarian yeah, religion. Yeah, I, I did. I, did <laughs> I was really getting some of that in there. <laughs> Uh, uh, High Priest uh, Ron Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a deep reverence for nature in uh, in Wicca and the belief that all objects possess a spirit, which is all connected to each other. And if you leave those objects for a hundred years, you got yourself a yokai. Oh, there you go. That's how you, you the cork board gets all... Dude, I'm stitching them together you, like crazy. Yeah, you really are. With my I, crazy I like thread. it. I like it. I like it very much. Cork boards to get the connectings. Diva. <laughs> hey, how's it going, buddy? I heard tales you talked about the weakest. I, too, want to make an understanding. I came ready for the ritualing. I am butt-ass naked. <laughs> That's how they do it, right? With knives. Is this new moon or used moon? Here is my moon. Oh. Zing. Diva to make jokings. 
Oh, why you all run from Diva? <laughs> what? Where are about to go? Um, you know, you mentioned the the articles uh, that they agreed to in 75. And here's a great irony. This is something that I learned. Uh, I mean, when I was doing my research, a really good source for information. I mean, good is in gigantic quotes. So here, this entire <laughs> sentence out as a bit of an aside, we actually, I, I, we actually got uh, feedback from a listener once. Um, do you remember when I just started making up a story about uh, the episode where I, I said that Superman um, was invented during World War II as like some, I, I, I forget what it was. We had a listener for just as things turn out, pause, stop listening, like finished a car ride or something right at the end of that story and was so impressed with this factoid about <laughs> Superman, told a whole bunch of coworkers Uh-oh. and they were like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I need to put these things up front. You need to listen to everything I'm about to say before you stop or pause this. <laughs> yeah, I felt really bad about that. Um, of all the crazy sources for, of information, uh, I found a, a pretty uh, detailed accounting of the Council of American Witches in 1974, who set up their uh, the articles. It's from JesusIsSavior.com. Oh. And the website is festooned with screaming skulls and um, uh, plenty of well, Bible verses. Uh, saying, you know, this, I, I, can, I can see uh, black background with white lettering, so yep. already I know that it's uh, chock full of goodness. Yeah, you're, you're already like, oh, thank God, it's professionals. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, while there is tons of, and, and thank them for color coding, um, the uh, Bible quotes will be in red type. Um, you know, it's just pretty much screaming that all Wiccans are going to hell. It's it's your bog standard born again lunacy. Great. At least they include the complete description of everything they're railing against. So as far as a, a place to like read the different articles, wow. I mean, and they're I mean they're they're only quoting them accurately so that they can then tear them apart again. But I actually was able just to go through the articles and everything, and it was it was pretty helpful. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. So now I believe in uh, I believe in Wicca, and I cannot wait to be uh, counted a Wiccan myself. Thank you, JesusIsSavior dot com. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? What What's interesting about Wicca is that you can be Christian and Wicca. Oh yeah, I you can a- be uh, a Muslim and and Wicca. You know, you, you, it doesn't mean just because you 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 are a practicing Wiccan. Doesn't mean you can't believe in in a Christian God, or you can't believe in Allah, or you know, it's like yeah, there, it's the easiest religion there is. Yeah, there there is a. Uh, I actually did some research on this. This is kind of something that I was going to bring to the to the table is um, uh, Trinitarian Wiccans. Uh, it's the Trinitarian tradition, so the, that sect or denomination, whatever word you want to use, that won't quite describe it. The Trinitarians uh, is is a Christian Wicca se- uh, sect. Um, and they they equate their trinity directly to the biblical trinity and just sort of kind of bridge those two religious beliefs and it's it's a popular movement in Wicca in in it you know it's as you can imagine they struck up a fair amount of sparks but a very recent even for Wicca very recent um, they they started in ninety uh, nine I believe hmm. and um, I think it was around two thousand and two was when they really uh, they they adopted the name Trinitarian tradition. But yeah, it's 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 not. I I, I almost wonder. It, it's the same thing as like any of those very calm, passive religious systems that that just make people crazy. 
by doing nothing but right. their own thing. Right. Just because because their their approach is to not get in people's faces, people bring the face getting to them. One of the core principles of of Wicca is exactly that that you you don't take this religion and put it in other people's faces. You you don't try and like convert the masses. You do your own thing and you let other people do their own thing. And if they decide they like Wicca, hey, welcome in. That's great. Yeah. We'll boil up a cauldron for you. If they don't, then good on them. Let them, let them go worship uh, Jesus. Yeah. Who cares, man? Yeah. I, and, I, and I think it's, especially in the United States... No one likes a reasonable person. <laughs> Nothing will incite fury faster than someone being completely reasonable. I mean, <laughs> it, it makes her crazy. <laughs> you can't get much more topical than that, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about the history a little bit. Yeah, let, let's dig into it. The Since it's a recent religion that's that's come onto the scene, and it's de- debatably recent, but... Maybe we'll we'll get into that a little bit in in here in this section too, uh, and we're talking since the 1930s. Yeah, that that it's been uh, bopping around in in people's backyards and and groves. <laughs> the, uh, it, it's got a it's got a pretty detailed uh, history to it. People are are documenting what's going on, and and like a lot of the main founders or the or the the people that were involved heavily in the you know the first big. Uh, covens or or traditions have have just recently started uh, dying, so I mean it's easy to to find a lot of details, and this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. And and what we're gonna do is is try to hit some highlights because uh, we we could be here uh, all day talking about you know the, and the ins be. and this outs. This is our this is our first four hour episode. Yeah. So uh, strap in. Yeah. Get comfy. Get one of those uh, big gulps. <laughs> get a get a big gulp. Hope you're a trucker. <laughs> Blurry photos. Hope you're a trucker. <laughs> We've always considered ourselves to be a, a friend of the, the road warrior. <laughs> the best companion when you're doing a double nickel down the I-75. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Blurry photos once again asking you, uh, Wiccans out there, keep the shiny side up, dirty side down. <laughs> Oh man, Wiccan truckers! Nice. I like that a lot. <laughs> Blessed be, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I was going to take that a different way, but I think you, <laughs> I think you encapsulated that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a detailed history. We're going to hit real, real high highlights. Uh, bear, the bear highest. with us. Bear with us on it, and uh, uh, it's easy to find uh, this whole history uh, out there there's plenty of pages that have information mm-hmm. and stuff so if this doesn't uh, lift your skirt then you can get out there and, and do your own skirt lifting do your own skirt all right uh 1930s <laughs> not going to jail for you again <laughs> groups in england uh began practicing you're worth it though uh <laughs> groups in england began practicing a form of witch cult based on uh, books and theories put forth by the egyptologist dr margaret murray I like that name because that's a lose lose in a uh, religious uh, in a Christian religious society. Mm, witch is bad, cult's bad. We're a witch cult. <laughs> witch cult. <laughs> <laughs> Victims of marketing early on. He's not an ass. He's not a jag. He's like an ass jag. <laughs> yeah. 
witch cult. You, <laughs> those people, they were they were really risking it then. <laughs> uh, so they drew from many different sources, and and when I say many, I I, I mean think of a source, and they probably got something. From it. What did you? What do you have? Well, I I was thinking of Aleister Crowley. And well, boom. Think of another source. What oh. you got? I was thinking about the, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese band. That's that's in there. The plastic, <laughs> those plastic things. The something explosion. That was the name of the band in Chuck E. Cheese. Pepperoni explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they 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 may have. You know, music uh, yeah. music's great for the soul. So uh, they they drew from things like druidry, uh, Freemasonry, mythology, folk magic, and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, anything. They were they were taking stuff from and, and putting it into this witch cult, basically. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, in the 40s, a recent initiate named Gerald Gardner founds the Brickett Wood Coven and then initiates uh, later notable Wiccan Doreen Valiente. Now, these are two big names that, if you're going to remember some names Real of Real big of movers. Wicca, uh, Gerald Gardner and Doreen Valiente. Gerald Gardner is... is Pretty much famous for being, I think they call him the father of modern witchcraft. Yeah, did you, did you yeah, see that? I have seen that. He got Wicca really going on its feet and and into the public eye. I should say, uh, <laughs> gosh, it, it's it's it, it would be so easy to spiral into any any road or side path right here, um, but we're gonna try to keep going. Focus. 1951, like we said before, the Witchcraft Act of 1735 is repealed. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, how, was, how did they even find the parchment upon which it was written? <laughs> what was he? The, the witch finder general? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Hopkins. He's probably spinning in his grave. Oh, man. He was so mad. He, he finally got that legislation pushed through. Gardner and others begin bringing Wicca to the public, though it's referred to um, by a few different names, uh, one of which being Old Religion. Uh, it's not really referred to as Wicca at this time, although that, that has floated around. Give me that circles. old religion. And then on into the 50s, uh, Gardner's tradition became the main kind of, of Wicca practiced in England. And then later, uh, it's called, what you might hear a lot, Gardnerian Wicca. So the Gardnerian tradition is, is a big one that's out there. And that, uh, that has to do with how it was practiced, what, uh, what kind of things he brought you know, to to the tradition and uh, and and how they did things. Some of the things we'll we'll bring up later, which are, are pretty funny. In the 1960s, Wicca became the name of the religion. It kind of caramelized into a nice Wicca, <laughs> into a into a rich Wicca. Nice nice, nice title there. Uh, 1964, Gerald Gardner died, and on into the 60s, the British tabloids started spreading negative portrayals, but Wicca kept growing. And um, then you get a couple of folks named Robert Cochran and Alex Sanders became prominent leaders at the time. Uh, and then Wicca spreads on over to America and mm-hmm. Australia. That's a hell of a jump. I, you know what? England, I think England it, Australia. <laughs> I think it makes sense. But I mean, because, because of all the, the thieves and... No, uh, I mean... <laughs> Ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> because it, it's, it's England's thug children. <laughs> We're like the little, we're like the the younger siblings, you know, and like England's like a rebellious teenager is like, hey, 
found this totally cool religion. We're like, I cannot wait to hear about it. Give me those cigarettes. That's right. In the 1970s, you start getting books on how to become Wiccan uh, get published. Oh, man. And was there ever a better time than like the 60s and 70s for something like this to take off? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Counterculture. In the uh, in the eighties, Doreen Valiente, along with Stuart and Janet Farrer and Scott Cunningham, promote the craft and self initiation. Uh, I think primarily up to this point, for traditions, you had to be initiated into them, and by that I mean you you had to be invited. Yep. You know to to or you could request to be initiated, but. It was getting kind of close to one of those like Freemason kind of kind yeah. of videos, kind of. Uh, there was that special. was a, I think like in there in the the evolution of this system that was the the a tipping point between between a religious belief or like another in a long chain of secret societies. Right, right. So um, Doreen Valiente and and uh, the others there really pushed for. Wicca to be more accessible to everyone, so they said it doesn't matter if if you don't get invited or initiated into a coven, you can practice this yourself. You know, you are Wicca. Wicca is you. It's it's great. Bless yeah. and be. Uh, in the nineties, Wicca, uh, of course, comes into pop culture with movies that that were less than kind to it. Yeah, but some got, of, got some, on a lot of radars. Yeah, I mean, like The Craft, for example, not a great movie. Pretty great soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and, and neither of those facts helped the Wiccan community because, I, again, it couldn't be any farther from what Wicca actually is. Yeah, because it wasn't in the craft. Didn't they hurt each other? Weren't oh, they man. casting spells on each yeah, other Yeah, they and were stuff? hexing and cursing, and they're, like, floating around, and they're all, like, angry goth girls. Yeah. And, like, they couldn't possibly have been more antithetical to what Wicca actually is. Yeah. Uh, but got Wicca into a lot more people's yeah. forefront there. Um, and then in 1999, Doreen Valiente died. And, uh, and today, w- Wicca continues uh, to grow. And just like uh, uh, Voodoo and the, the Voodoos and, and all that stuff, it's, it's hard to put a number on how many people practice the religion because there's no central authority. You're not beholden to uh, you know, a central power or figure. Right. Uh, so, so nobody's going to track you. Government stays out of your life. It better. Nobody's going to spy on your spells. <laughs> Spell spies. Spell spies are going to... This, uh, this fall on Fox. <laughs> There's not a raven sitting up there on every branch. That's right. Just watching you. Um, Man, that sucks. I really blew that. I could have saved Spell Spies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't. Uh, <laughs> nothing nothing could have saved Spells. Not on my watch. <laughs> Now, uh, here's here's a fun part, and we're getting back to uh, old AC here. Gerald Gardner borrowed heavily from the works of the famous Alistair Crowley. Oh, did he? He did. Many of the rights and material that he produced is, were just embellishments of Crowley works. Oh. And... In fact, uh, a lot of people will say, well, it's not even uh, up for debate because it's such a blatant ripoff of Crowley stuff. Yeah. That you can't you can't even debate that it's not. No, no, no. It's do what you want. Be the whole of the law. I totally invented it. Do what thou walt. <laughs> uh, Valiente. Those are our uh, blurry photos. Breaking Bad's t-shirts. We have those available for sale. Trademark. <laughs> Shall be the whole of the law, bitch. <laughs> yeah. See, money. 
so Doreen Valiente called him out for this. And when he when he tried to introduce new things, saying, oh, this is something that I wrote, she's like, wait a minute. No, it's not. Right. That's uh, Aleister Crowley's stuff, and he didn't like that. And then after after Gardner kept pushing Wicca uh, more and more into the public eye, maybe maybe for personal gain, Valiente didn't like that it was getting getting out there and not she she felt like it was cheapening what it was yeah and then when he tried to push for le- less female power in there basically pulled yeah. out some of the old witchcraft crap laws uh she didn't she didn't like that of course and the two had a falling out she kind of split from the coven which is a, a hell of a maneuver to try to try to limit the role of women in witchcraft <laughs> you'd think right tough tough move tough move ballsy ballsy dick move Big dick move. Ass jag move. Ass jag move. So Valiente uh, later joined Robert Cochran's coven, uh, but she soon called him out for his maliciousness toward other covens and for his uh, apparent rampant drug use. <laughs> okay. He used a lot of drugs for his rituals. Okay. And then uh, died from that. Wow. Shortly after she left his coven to practice uh, uh, solitarily. Well, that's a that's a tough thing. I mean, she was super into it, and no one was Wiccan enough for her. Yeah. This, uh, Valiente was, was kind of a badass in it. She, she wasn't taking no crap. She wasn't going to let people get away with it. She took it really seriously. Uh, and she, I mean, to me, she was the one that, that kind of pushed Wicca to be... Uh, what it what it is uh, today, you know, got right. it as as a real religion instead of just like you said, secret cult or just some British richies getting together and yeah, and doing honestly, shrooms and when, getting naked. Right when you have uh, uh, an organization, and there are lots of of religious uh, belief systems that involve psychotropics occasionally or something like that. But when you have a guy who's saying no, 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 a lot of these rituals require us to all do these drugs. You are you are just n- right on the doorstep of a sex cult. Yeah, yeah. The the drugs show up and then it's a sex cult. Yeah, like a week later. Believe me, I've been through this. <laughs> God, it's so exhausting. Pansexual. Oh, and it starts small. Hey, you guys. Um, I know that we were supposed to be welcoming the new moon, but I, I brought a sixer, and and everyone's like, sure, it sounds great. That sounds fun. And then I'm the bad guy for shutting it down because I don't want to be in a sex cult. And in three months' time, you go from Coors Light to sex cult. So this the short history uh, of Wicca, like we said, it's just rife with infighting, fracturing, taking from other sources. But it, it's a new and growing uh, belief system. Right. Super par for the course. Sure. Uh, it seems to have stabilized into a religion, though, that's open to change and uh, very much open to personalization. It rules the Renaissance Fair with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a, it has an emphasis on, on doing good and respecting the earth. Yeah. Which, I mean, to me, that's that's something that uh, a lot of people should get behind. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm far more in favor of that than a, a more populist, no, it's our toy to break however I f***ing feel like. I was told I had dominion over everything. So right. guess what? Styrofoam everything. I will always I will always hang out with the Wiccans in that one. Good. Good. That's a start. That's right. And then sex cult. Hey. I'm playing by their rules. I'm not in charge. <laughs> Let's talk about the the practices of, of Wicca a little bit. Yeah. Some of the things they, they do and use. 
first of all, let's let's point out there's mm-hmm. no sacred text like say the Christian Bible or the the Quran or right. you know, any of that. You can't pin them down on scripture. <laughs> However, uh, Gerald Gardner did cobble together a grimoire of spells and rituals that he called the Book of Shadows and passed it down to followers to add and adapt to as they pleased. And uh, uh, these these are popular uh, for use because they include oh, yeah. uh, recipes for spells and, and rituals, things how you, you know, it's like a how-to book. Yeah. But uh, it's, I don't think that uh, it, it's meant to be like, this is this is the whole law on you. If you don't follow it, you're going straight right. to Wicca hail. What do you want to bet right now? I'm going to pull up Amazon. What do you want to bet there's a Wicca for dummies book? Oh, well, I don't know if I'd take that bet because I saw that book. Oh, you did? Yeah. Let's, oh, it's, well, I'm still it's kind looking. Of, uh, it's oh. kind of crap. I want to know how much it costs. Oh, my God. Okay, well, yes, it exists. I've lost a little more faith in humanity, and it's thirteen ninety eight in paperback. But they, they do have a, a book of shadows that is, again, personalized to whatever tradition or, or coven that you're part of, or you yourself, you know, whatever you have found to work for you. That's You, you add to it, you adapt to it. That's something that, that has stayed true since Gardner's uh, original. Since so, the Garden of Gardeners. Gardner, Gardner. The original Gardner. The Gard, the original. <laughs> the Garanimal? <laughs> Ritual forms of magic akin to folk magic are practiced on certain occasions. Not, it's not like you get up and you, you cast spells all day. That's not, yeah. you know, that's, that's not what you do. Uh, yeah, notably, on certainly the, not like the 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 Crowleyan, you know, three month <laughs> preparation, you know, for a demon, somebody, right? Yeah, and then you get tired of it and yeah, they give up. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite part. Uh, the sabbats and esbots is when when they will do these ceremonies, mm-hmm. these rituals. So here's some of the tools that they use in, in the ceremonies. They have what's called an athame, which is a black-handled dagger that's used to direct energy. They have a boline, which is a white-handled dagger, which they use to cut cords and herbs and candles and such. It's the, it's the working man's dagger. All right. Working, working dagger. <laughs> the working, working. <laughs> uh, they use wands. These are uh, traditionally made from wood, although they can be made from other things. Uh, but this is more for more of a, a, a gentle invocation. It, it invites, it encourages, as opposed to the uh, more masculine dagger, which uh, directs and thrusts. Thrusts. Uh, then they they have the old pentacle. Yep, which is used in evocation. It's representative of Earth, and now that is the the five pointed star, also known in some circles as a pentagram. Right. Uh, it's it's a pentagram circumscribed by a circle. Yep. Not the same as the old upside down pentagram, which is uh, used in, in Satanism mm-hmm. or um, representative of the, the head of the devil. Right. And uh, for the record, uh, foreshadowing maybe a future episode, Satanism as opposed to devil worship. Right. Which are not the same things at all. Yep, yep. So, you know, I'm just I'm just I'm just dropping one little nugget out there and we'll pick it up in a future podcast. <laughs> These are like breadcrumbs. Yeah. Back to the old uh, candy mm-hmm. shack. Gingerbread house. That's the one. You know how everything worked out well for those kids. <laughs> just trying to make uh, women look bad, man. That's right. Sexism. Like wasn't a witch at all. She was Nope. She's nice trying to help them. Woman of the woods. They have uh, chalices. These represent the feminine principle. Mm-hmm. Combines with the athame to uh, form Voltron. Voltron. 
<laughs> the, the Wiccan Voltron. <laughs> that was your mistake because you paused at exactly the best time. <laughs> uh, that's it's the the masculine feminine principle mm-hmm. evocative of procreation. Oh, I get it. I get it. Then they have. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. Is there, get it. I'll bet you there's a wicked somewhere that grabs like a chalice and a dagger. Is like, hey, <laughs> you, see, you see what's going on here? <laughs> Whoa! You, you get it? Whoa! You get it. That guy does not last long. <laughs> uh, they also have uh, these the following tools: uh, a besom, which is a broomstick, a cauldron, candles, incense, an altar. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes into yeah. into it, uh, tool wise. Now, here's a fun fact. Uh, Gerald Gardner pushed for practicing what he called sky-clad or nude. Hey, baby. You uh, you want to go get sky-clad? <laughs> practicing like this is optional. And it's been sensationalized quite a bit. Meaning that media portrayal of, of Wicca is a bunch of naked right. you know, we'll goth get, girls we'll, we'll running get around the woods. We'll get into that the factor fiction mm-hmm. portion. For the rituals, if you don't want to do it skyclad, then the least you can do as a, as a good, self-respecting Wiccan is... is thong it. Just, is, just do, just do <laughs> Hasties a... Hasties and a thong. Yeah, a thongular incantation <laughs> is less pleasing than skyclad, but thongclad is still pleasing to the goddess. The the least you can do is practice in all natural attire, so this is no you know mixed synthetics or right. anything like that. Which you know, if you look at your Bible, right? Hmm. Exactly. But, Thank you, Leviticus, <laughs> for your long list of things we're not allowed to do that we only pay attention to one of. Thanks, Leviticus, for your long list of how we're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's a here's a big one: the wheel of the year. We've mentioned this before. Let's go through it just a bit. These are uh, this is the seasonal festivals, the the sabbats, yeah, uh, that make up this wheel. Get out your calendars and your sharpies. So let's start with uh, your friend and mine, Sawin. Uh yeah, October thirty first. It's the eve of the Celtic New Year. It celebrates ancestors and harvesting livestock and and death. It's the the time when. The veil is thinnest between Earth and the other realms. Boogity 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 Autonomically, <laughs> like launching into the uh, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase's uh, weird stammering you a log speech from from Christmas Vacation, and I won't do it. All right, Ugh, only because I know I'm going to do it so much. And when we get to December, <laughs> this is the winter solstice, right? Mm-hmm. It's the longest and darkest night. Man, I have got, I have got to, and man, I'm telling you, write emails. I have got to get a girlfriend by the longest night of the year because it's just so cool because if, as a dude if you remember that and and make that into like a, a December Valentine's yeah, Day yeah yeah that's huge points huge points that's yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, that's, time, time that's to bring worth out. celebrating it is it is skyclad a lot of uh, <laughs> do it skyclad bring out some candles yeah get your uh get your cauldron bubbling 
see, this is this is what we need to get to as a society. We need to get to the point of like, well, everyone who who lives in functionally uh, the northern hemisphere, you mm-hmm. know, like Western uh, society, regardless of their intrinsic religious beliefs. Christmas just happens mm-hmm. and everyone gets behind it because it's just fun. You don't have to believe any of it, but Christmas can still be a lot of fun for people. Sure. We need to get there with, with the, 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 the pagan and Wiccan traditions as well because Yule can be a ton of fun. It, it really can be could. a great holiday that everyone can enjoy. Really could, man. It's, it also is indicative of the rebirth of the sun. That's why, yeah. they, that's why it's celebrated. Then we get to the next one called Imolg. I have not heard of Imolg. It's uh, it's funny because it's got a B in there. Where? Yeah, find it. So, <laughs> also known as Candlemas. I have heard of Candlemas. This is February 2nd. So, uh, uh, Groundhog Day, step aside. Yeah. Uh, this, this Sorry, is the, MLK. There's a, there's a new <laughs> holiday in February. Uh, this is the first stirrings of spring. And, Deep uh, the, within you. The triple goddesses celebrated... Candlemas Imolg. Okay. Hmm. Uh, moving forward on on around the circle here, the wheel. Clearly, clearly they never lived in Chicago because there is no spring stirring on the 2nd of February. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Whatsoever. It is quite thoroughly not stirring. There's a, there's a lot of uh, seasonal depression stirring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the next one we get, heard of this one, Ostara. Oh, we have discussed this. The Vernal Equinox. Yeah, we we had a little ex, uh, little podcast that touched on this. We sure did. This is a very, really interesting one. Uh, light, dark, in balance. And uh, this marks the beginning of spring for them. Yeah, and this is the one that, this is the, uh, this has got a lot of Easter in it. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to dance around it. I can just say it. Sure, if so sure. if you if you're more interested in that... Listen to our Easter episode. We we go into uh, Astara a lot. Yeah, there's a there's a lot lot to it. Uh, then we get Beltane, which is May first, aka May Day. Yep, it's the uh, Celtic first day of summer, and the the bell part of it comes from uh, Balor, the god of fire, which we talked about in our Irish Legends episode. Man. The shot caller himself. We're going to be in trouble in a few years because we're really good at this. <laughs> Everything's just going to trip over everything else. (laughs) There's not going to be a room. Every episode's a clip show. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've got Letha, a.k.a. Midsummer. This is a fun one. This is the summer solstice. Uh It celebrates the sun, celebrates abundance, and the longest day. So this is when you uh, uh, sky clad uh, and skinny dip. Yeah. There's... Oh, man. Sky clad dip. I might, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a real effort to to start incorporating these holidays into my year. <laughs> uh, the next one we get Lunasa, aka Lamas, Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> August first. Uh, this is harvest time. You harvest the wheat. You harvest the corn. It's based on the Celtic Lou, old Lou of the long arm. Yeah. Once again, heartthrob. You're so good at this. The last one on the wheel. We've got Mabin. A.K.A. Modron. This is the autumnal equinox. Mm-hmm. Again, light and dark is in balance. And uh, this is when you harvest fruit and celebrate that. Yeah. So that's your wheel of the year. Boom. Those are your eight sabbats that are celebrated in uh, Wicked tradition. Mark your calendars because I know I am. 
uh, elements are important to mm-hmm. uh, to Wiccans. Air is representative of the east and the color yellow. Fire is south and red. Water is west and blue. Earth is north and green. And then you've got the old threefold law. This one might sound a little familiar, uh, but actions have thrice multiplied repercussions. Ah. So whatever you do comes back on you threefold. See, that's all you're invest in good actions then. Right. Best exactly. return best return you're gonna get. Exactly. Dave. Yeah. Let's dispel some uh, myths. Oh man. Let's let's uh, uh talk up some stereotypes. Yeah, okay. Right off the bat, I know we said it before, it absolutely bears repeating. Not devil worshippers. No, it's not. It is not a form of Satanism. That is no. false. Yep. False. false as false, false can false. False. Uh Wiccans believe Satan is a Christian creation. And uh, they don't follow that theology, so... Do you know why they believe that, actually? Believe what? That Satan's a Christian creation? Because it Uh, is? Yeah, because that's entirely true. (laughs) It's the same reason that they believe their car needs unleaded gas. (laughs) Because it is... Satan just gunks up the works. (laughs) Have you ever seen when Satan gets in your system? (laughs) That's right. Oh, man, that carburetor. All my valves are clogged with sin. That alternator won't turn over because of Satan. What's that squeaking sound? Probably a Satan in the radiator. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that one out of your head. Yep. That, that's not devil worship, Not nor is it Satanism. Nope. Nor, yeah. nor are those the same. So. Right. <laughs> Here's one. Wiccans sacrifice animals. Nope. False. Dude. The main thing is no harm. Yeah. Don't do harm to stuff. And that's, and that's, and once again, a little more noble than say the Judeo Christian perspective that has lots of rules about people, Hmm. not so much caring about the animals. Hmm. And thank you, Wiccans. Thank you for this. Sure. Because yeah, just do no harm. And then put a period on the sentence covers everything. There you go. There's no room for a lawyer to get in. It's, <laughs> I like that. Wiccans know when to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like having mouth diarrhea about yeah. it, it's like, do no harm. But if, but if you're going to do any harm to, to somebody, then maybe you should do, do some harm to do. pigs. And I, I, Do you guys like Kool-Aid? Because Kool-Aid <laughs> has good stuff, but it has... Like, do no harm that doesn't not disinclude... <laughs> People who don't want to already not be involved with. <laughs> I was just hoping that there's so many double negatives in there that nobody's going to Everyone keep falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then they sneak out with the money. <laughs> uh, here's one. Wicca is an ancient religion or ancient. No. Oh, that's false. That's pretty false. Brand uh, spanking new. Many aspects of paganism are present in Wicca. Yep. But the amalgamation of what the religion is today happened in the last hundred years. Yeah. It borrows very heavily from a, a lot of a sources. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But it is definitely a 20th century. It's a, it's, it's a kid of the 20th century. Yeah. You can't, you can't say this is derived directly from this religion that was practiced in the north of Ireland. Yeah. You, you know, can. Pre, You'd be wrong. Pre-Roman Just times. Don't. But some of that is in there. Yep. So just to say it's, it's straight up ancient, you're wrong. No. Uh, how about this? Witches are evil. <gasps> False. That's, that's that's a dumb one. <laughs> yeah, that's just like I mean I don't know. That's that's like saying floras are evil. Some of some floras are terrible. Well, that's true. Some floras are terrific. I happen to work with the best flora. Well, mm-hmm. you haven't met them all. I bet. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, this is this is just dumbly false. Um, Wiccans oppose negative, harmful magic. Yep, just straight up. To say that witches are evil is is probably a smear campaign by mm-hmm. opponents. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or people that that are very much judgy, <laughs> and it makes them feel better in whatever belief they have. Exactly. And yeah. it's funny. This is something that I, I came across when I was doing my research. Um, lots of the the smaller homebrew Wiccan websites, you know, for uh, Ooh, craft craft. Yeah, craft craft. Uh, they, <laughs> they um, <laughs> that's really good. The more I think about it, the more I like it. It's gonna they, be a chill they, life. A lot of them have a link that's just. It's like like they've all had the same experience, and they've all had to put up some sort of like. Click here if you're if you're a born again Christian, dear born again Christian. We do not worship Satan. We are not here to thwart you. We do not worship devils or demons. We, I mean, like it's it, they're like we're glad. We hope you take the time to explore our website and learn more about our belief system. I mean, like they, they they there's it's such a common thing that you just know it's because they just get hammered. Yeah. And that ain't Ham- cool, people. The hammer of ignorance. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't cool. When I will mean, it ever break? Yeah, if, <laughs> never, never. If if only if only uh, everyone of every faith was just as as relaxed about it as, right. as the Wiccans, that would be great. <sighs> that would be that would be phenomenal. I think the hammer of ignorance was forged in the heart of a dying star. Don't you dare! Don't bring Thor into this. I knew you were gonna. I knew you no, were gonna. No, it's like the evil twin hammer. Yeah. Instead of being a, a, a badass Mjolnir lightning summoning force of, of awesome injustice. It's mule <laughs> It's mule <laughs> 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 uh, One more for you. All right. Wiccans cast spells. Oh. No, I know you're probably, your, your, your gut instinct is to say No. But they do. They do. It's true. It's true. Some don't. Uh, some do. Some, but a lot do. <laughs> spell work is not a focus of mm-hmm. uh, Wicca, but spells most certainly can be employed. Yep. And, and uh, a lot of times are with the rituals and the sabbats. So and this you, is also, this is, ties into the threefold law, you know, if, yeah. if you want to cast a spell. It's going to come back on you. It, it can. So if you find yourself at the Bristol Ren Fair and suddenly find yourself transfixed with one woman... Should probably cast a little spell on you. <laughs> now it's like twenty percent Wicca, eighty percent bodice. Yeah. But yeah. That, that spell is still got cast. I you know what? I'm gonna break that down some more. Okay. I would say I'd say fifteen percent Wicca, eighty percent uh bodice, two and a half percent beer, and um, t- and then two and a half percent of those candied cashews. Oh yeah. Those are really good. Those are really good. They'll put you in a good mood. Yeah. They're hot. Mm-hmm. Cinnamony. Yep. Good. You like them hot nuts. <laughs> in our minds, we were both dancing around it, so. I was dancing around mine, sky clad. <laughs> uh, so, that's Wicca for you. Yeah. In a, in a sky clad nutshell. Oh, man. How great is that? You, you like it? What do you think? Uh, you know what? I honestly find it to be one of the most rational religious systems. I Yeah. I like, think it's they're they're from from the outside here looking in looks real laid back, I, tolerant. I, I I will go so far as to say that, and I this galls me, but I uh, I I regret I regret perhaps some, some disparaging comments I may have made <laughs> about Wicca, uh, ignorance, you know, and that's how. And but you know what, I 
they're a good group of people, mm-hmm. and they're not in. They're not ucking with anybody's shit at all. They have a no ucking policy. Yeah, yeah, it's built in. Yep. I know it can lose points being in the last hundred years and not you know steeped in this mysticism of the ages and and whatnot, like like your your big three <laughs> or whatever. But one of your store bought religions. This at least they've had time to get it right and figure out what works and what's good. Yeah. So I, I have respect for that. I, I, I respect a lot of the stuff that they're uh, bringing to the table, especially the just not, not harming anything. And, and I, I like the interconnectedness and the respect for nature. And Yeah, I dig it. It, uh, it seems real positive. So, so good on you, Wiccans. Yeah, hooray for the Wiccans. Now it's time to offer up some uh, rituals of our own. Yeah, one that we've, uh, it's been long established, and, and I'm hoping it comes back threefold. <laughs> this, puns! We've, uh, we've opened up the circle. That's right. The pun circle, and like we're to... stepping inside right now. That's right. We've, we've got a, a pun for the north, we've got a pun for the south, we've got a pun for the east, and we even have a pun for the west. If it, if it harm pun, do what you will. <laughs> Uh, I went first last time. All right, all right, I'm ready. Um, early in in Wicca's history, there there was this uh, potential for schism. You know, there was the Gardnerian uh, Wiccans. There was another uh, sect that was actually started. Uh, it was a German, um, and it was based mostly on classical music that em- employed um, large Viking women with horned helmets, and that was the Wagnerian Wiccans. Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how about that? You you get a lot of mythology in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you get some Thor. Get some Thor. <laughs> you get some Thor in there. Get a ring cycle. <laughs> and uh not a lot of mule shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Well I've got a I've got a bluegrass music store for witches. Oh, I love this. You you ever you ever you ever been here? <laughs> it's a bluegrass music store for witches called Wicking and a grinning. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've got a uh, an entire clothing line that is uh, it's it's for uh, active practitioners of Wicca mm-hmm. uh, who enjoy being outdoors. All um, natural, right? Uh, it's pretty natural. Okay, and uh, it's it's uh, it helps draw the sweat off the body. It's 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 Wiccaware. <laughs> Uh, and the the brand the brand name is is Skyclad. Yeah. Wow, it feels like you're wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> That's funny because I just I, not too long, about a month ago, I got a, a shirt. Uh, it's it's a it's a workout shirt, mm-hmm. and it said something about wicking away. The, the sweat. Yeah. And I, I'd never heard that term before, but I knew what it meant. You know, it was yeah. one of those things. Like, oh, yeah, this makes sense in this context. So, uh, yeah, uh, see? nice. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. I got one here. Oh, okay. This is an event when a young girl becomes a woman on an equinox or a solstice. A sabbat mitzvah. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That brings it in. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, there we go. We got us some got some puns rolling out there for you. Them some puns. Them some wicked wicked puns. <sighs> wicked wickens. Dave, there's a there's one more sabbat that I think we should add to the old wheel. 
I, I agree. I agree. It's a uh, it's a pretty thorough incantation, but mm-hmm. one that does need to be done regularly to respect the gods. Right. It's called Listener Man! Oh, it feels so good to have mail back. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Our mail just crapped out and we honestly, in September. Maybe we're just quiet self-loathers, but we're like, okay, well, I guess, yeah, I guess we, nobody cares. We thought that people just weren't sending stuff in. Yeah, it turns out our mail was just going to a black hole that we're, we're still trying to get back, but I don't think we're going to get it back I, at this point. I doubt it. Uh, so if you I've sent, set up a new, yeah, a new system. If you sent us anything between, I don't know, say like September 5th and October 1st. Sure. Anything between those two days. If you sent us something, will you please resend it? Because we love puns. We love reading your stuff, and uh, the last thing we want is anyone to think that we got stuff that we didn't acknowledge. Right. We just thought we were suddenly unimportant to you for a month. (laughs) (laughs) So we've 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 since fixed it. So now we get all of all of our emails. But uh, yeah, and you even get a um, a success message now when when you send a form. Thus proving that it worked. So let's let's start out actually with a uh, a Facebook message that since that our we email got. works, let's go to Facebook. Uh, this is something that that I uh, dropped the ball on. I owed this uh, back from uh, early in September and and totally dropped the ball on it. But we got uh, some cool trivia from uh, our listener Matt. Oh yeah, who has some trivia from the Shadow uh, People episode. Love that episode. He says in the late 1960s, before the band Black Sabbath was known as Black Sabbath, they were a blues rock band that went by the name Earth. While they were still called Earth, their drummer, Geezer Butler, claims he awoke one night to find a black figure standing at the foot of his bed staring at him, and when he got up to confront it, it disappeared. Later, after he told singer Ozzy Osbourne his story, the two decided to write a song about it, and they named the song they wrote Black Sabbath, eventually taking the name for the band as well. I gotta tell you, that story had me at a British dude named Geezer. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Uh, a cool bit of trivia? Thanks, Matt, for sending yeah, us that's, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Your metal cred is legit. It's sterling. <laughs> Ozzy is is creeping his way into many episodes for, yeah. for us. If he was here right now, he'd say, And he'd mean it. And, and you and deserve would, that. And we would nod and say, yeah, yes, you deserve absolutely. it. We got a lot of cool information uh, from our friend Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, has some amazing stories about uh, his family in the Philippines uh, and, and stories that his grandmother told him. Uh, it turns out that Oswangs, Aswangs, however you like it, I think I've made my <laughs> choice clear, uh, that, that they, they congregate, that, they, that they, they form small groups, Weird. that they have a leadership structure. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, among the cool things that we learned, there's whole villages that transform into Aswangs, and the first one to transform is called uh, the Menangal. Uh, I, th- I hope I'm saying that or uh, Menangal, maybe Mananagal. I think <laughs> the, the monocle. I think it's Mananagal. But uh, he would sever himself or herself at the hips. Um, one cool way is that you can actually kill this guy by salting the the bottom half so mm. that it can't reattach. Makes sense. But this guy. Uh, uh, this particular asswing feeds upon fetuses, so it would it would uh, kind of claw its way up houses, and um, use its tongue to kind of burrow into a pregnant woman's stomach. Wow. Ugh. Wow. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty messed up stuff. That's that's spooky. And, and so it's this this really interesting story where the, uh, the these people are fleeing from the the monomagal. The guy cuts the monomagal's tongue off so it can't feed on his wife's stomach. They flee. Uh, they try to hide in a house. It's not going to be strong enough to keep the Oswangs out. They keep running, and then they hear a crying in the woods. And the, the, the woman, being pregnant, particularly susceptible to the sound of a crying child, said, no, we can't leave a baby in the woods. Oh, bad news. Not a baby. Mm-mm. It's a chanak. Uh-oh. It's, a, it's another kind of a changeling that will lure travelers away, and it kind of turns into a little demon. The, the skin turns black. <laughs> Oh man! And so they, you just have to to they just they end up hiding until the sun rises. Man, what a long crappy night! That's an awesome story. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, and yeah. So and he also, I mean, he, he hits us up with all the a couple of the other kinds of uh, of asswangs and and uh, uh, black magic that is still practiced to this day in the Philippines. Um, his grandma sounds like she's pretty got a lot of cool stories. Yeah. <laughs> We should get her on here. <laughs> She's seen some shit, man. Yeah, she has. She really has. <laughs> Jeff also says that he was apparently victimized by a uh, white lady, which is, is a type of haunting. Uh, when he was little, he used to sleep talk and uh, would freak, freak out his mom. And so they went to a shaman to see what was going on. Uh, the shaman had a bowl of oil, dripped a white candle over it, and it formed into the shape of a woman. That's that's pretty uh, yeah. badass and, and spooky. The candle also didn't burn black, which that signified the color of the haunting that was going on. So he gave Jeff a coin, uh, which was dipped in the same oil, told him to tie it into his shirt with a rubber band before going to sleep. And Jeff said it worked. He said he stopped sleep talking the same night. And uh, I guess he, he wasn't haunted from then on. See, and that's fascinating. Like, the... So often that these uh, these folk remedies, the shamanistic things, they work. Yeah. Should do. They should do more research on that. Oh man! Uh, and, and and apparently that wasn't the only uh, shamanistic encounter that that worked for Jeff and his family. Because he said back in two thousand seven, uh, back to his, his grandma was acting uh, strange, and tick belang. <laughs> she was actually a wicker person. That's right. <laughs> she was acting a little strange, but went to a, a shaman to see if if he could help. Next day. Apparently was uh, completely back to normal. Sorted her right out. Yeah. So uh, it's really interesting what uh, what this folk magic uh, can do for you. I think science would argue that it is mind over matter. Yeah. Uh, and and of course there's an argument to be made with that. But in the end, if it works, it fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. why? Exactly. Why go farther? Yeah. Who, yeah. There's a point of like screw it. Mo- yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Let's let's go kill some ass wings. Uh, <laughs> Get the salt. That's uh, that's very awesome, Jeff. Thank yeah, you for thank you. for sharing those uh, with us. It's a lot of cool information. Uh, uh, the Filipino folklore is is just chock full of of cool stuff. Yeah, it really is. Uh, cool, Stecco. What else we got in the bag? Uh, we got we got something from our our friend Bob. Bob Peyton Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, "How about this as an answer to the black eyed kids phenomenon?" It's an alien drinking game. You know, a couple of aliens are sitting around drinking antifreeze or whatever. One... <laughs> That's why they come here. One alien says to the other, I bet you can get that lady in that house to let you in. And the other alien says, I bet I can. And to make sure you believe me, you can come along and hang out behind me. Just kind of keep your head down and let me do all the talking. <laughs> then they both decide that if they get in, <laughs> then it's, 
<laughs> Anal probes and spring heel jack slaps for everyone. <laughs> I think that is as probable an explanation as any other out there. Oh, man. Oh, it, Bob. The best possible explanation ever. <laughs> That's, it's actually really <laughs> great. Yeah. I love the thought because they're just doing it to F with us. Right. You know? <laughs> Oh, he even sets up that there's the creepy kid in the back who does. Yeah, just hanging that's out. why he's just making sure it all happens. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Great, awesome! Thank you, Bob. That's that's a great explanation. What do you got, Flora? Well, I'll tell you what we've got. Uh, we've got a lot since this new system went in, and since we have to catch up on stuff, we're not going to get to everyone this week. But rest assured, yeah, we we're will working get through it. all of them in the next week or two. Oh man, I've got something fascinating. Yeah, from our friend Gray Cat Fancy Feast. Fancy Feast. Meow meow meow. Uh, Gray Cat has hoisted us on our own petard quite thoroughly. Ow! Turns out, and he's right. That a year ago, when we recorded our episode about witches, we said whoever came up with a name for our month of October shows would be named the King of Halloween. Oh, wow. And he came up with Blurry Photober, and so... The coronation has begun. Yeah, the coronation has begun, and it's true. You are going to get your very own one-of-a-kind MS Paint certificate that only you get. No one else will ever get this. There's no one else who will ever get this unique 2013 edition (laughs) King of Halloween certificate. Hail to the king, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. TCB, mama. (laughs) So, well done, and congratulations, Gray Cat. You've earned it. Congratulations. A year later. And you know what? It's because he was doing the research. He was digging through the old episodes, picking up nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Thought that was litter. (laughs) (laughs) How about slinking through the back alleys, Gray Cat? (laughs) See what I did there? Catawallin. Oh, Nice. Um, one thing that you need to know about the MS Paint Certificate process. Anyone of our listeners who has received one of these could tell you that they may not necessarily be the most timely things you'll ever receive. But you will receive it before October draws to a close. Because it just takes me a while. That's it. I don't even have a good reason. It just takes a while. Uh, Dave, I've got some bad news, though. What's that? Gray Cat is so uh, meticulous uh-huh. in, in researching. I can't see how that could possibly bite me directly on the ass. Well, Tell me more. Uh, uh, Fancy Feast has put you in the penalty box. What? Here's what was brought up. Here's, okay. here's what's right. coming up before the judge here. Uh, in the episode on reptilians, Stecco said the Kraken was a reptile. According to my seconds-long Google search, it was a sea monster, which was probably a cephalopod of some sort. Oh, 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 I'm going to the penalty box excuse me, over a probably. Excuse me, excuse me. May it please the court? Yeah, objection, Your Honor. No, you got to start with may it please the court. Oh, uh, yeah, if it please the court, Your Honor. Thank you. I'd like to approach the bench. Sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, uh, I, I think that I can argue this in a court of law, but you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste the court's time here because... Uh, You're wasting it now, I mean, Stecco. My marine herpetology is pretty tight, and uh, I knows me my cephalopods when I see them. But but you, it's you, you know, know what? what you know what oh, I oh. I'm gonna agree I'm gonna agree with Gray Cat oh. every Kraken that's that has been seen except for the Harry Hamlin one that was the only Kraken I was referring to <laughs> the only one I've ever seen every Kraken out there looks like some sort of giant disgusting octopus type thing 
I, I mean, I, I not go even with, a squid. Like I'm a Clash of the Titans man, original style. Thank you very much, Harry. I was that. very upset that the Kraken looked like that in in the original Clash of the Titans. Were you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was impressed. It was an awesome toy. Also, my friend across the street had it. Mm-hmm. It was really great. But it's fine. I will take it, and I'll tell you why. Because not only have I been taken to the mat by Grey Cat, I've been knocked on my fanny by a listener named Annie. <laughs> We please do the rest of the podcast in rhyme, <laughs> rhyming couplets. I would love to do it in rhyme, but we do not have the time. <laughs> uh, no, okay, rhyming is over now. Uh, no, because Annie has taken me to task, uh, apparently for uh, incorrectly quoting "My Fair Lady," which is really galling for two reasons. One. I love My Fair Lady, too. I'm almost guaranteed to have f***ed it up. <laughs> I don't even remember the quote to which she refers, but I know me, and accurate quoting is not in my lexicon. It's not a thing I'm good with. <laughs> so uh, that's two uh, convictions, but I'm going to serve concurrent sentences in the penalty box. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, while you head to the penalty box there, uh, I'm just going to let everybody know we've got more uh, listener mail from you guys, but we're getting a little long in the tooth on this one. So we're going to uh, cut it down here. We'll get to your guys next week. Please keep sending them in, though. We uh, we are getting them uh, once again, thankfully. And uh, we'll get to more from Grey Cat. We'll get to one from my mom. My mom sent one in. Uh, and then we'll get uh, one from new listener, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. So uh, next week, uh, look for your mail coming through. Thanks for sending those. Sorry we couldn't get to them this week, but we will get to them. Sorry, ma'am. All right. So, Stecco, are you in the penalty box? I am. Great. You will be reading a scene from... The movie, When Harry Met Sally. So, when you are ready, there's the horn, you can begin. Uh, just to be specific, uh, I'm just stepping my head out of the penalty box for a second. This is the final scene, the big romantic uh, final scene of the movie. It's a lot of a lot of heart in here, okay? Here we go. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking for them like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend the day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you're the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely. And it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize that you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Cue applause. Well done. Well done. Uh, You may come out of the penalty box now. Thanks for playing along. (laughs) That was great. If you get anything squirrely from the site, feel free to uh, to message us on on the Blurry Photos podcast at Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, or po- post it straight to our page. Or Tweet at us if something's uh, us, amiss, sure, sure. a skew or a scance. Thanks to those of you who uh, retweet our stuff and yeah, uh, and send it to your your friends and fellows. That's it's really awesome of you, and thank you very much for that. Go like us while you're on the Facebooks there and yeah, yeah. Uh, the YouTube's or Blurry Photos podcast. Blurry underscore photos is our Twitter handle. Uh huh. Stumble upon us if you're so inclined. Mm-hmm. And uh, rate us, star us, write us at, uh, an iTunes review. Yeah. That'd be on, great. On that fancy new iTunes that they released. <laughs> be the first. 
for this episode of Blurry Photos, the second of Blurry Photober. <laughs> I'm David the Wicked Wiccan Stecco. And I'm David Skyclad Flora. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Blessed Bye. by.